Welcome to In the Green Room. I'm Kinga. And I'm Chet. And this is Martin. Welcome. We welcome you all. We have Ken back in the green room. Welcome That's back. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and today, oh, we had a great time. Ken today is we're stirring talk- it all up. And today we're talking celebrating differences of opinion. So right off the bat, we're, we have two different kinds of wine. That's right. Oh, I love That's that. Right. I prefer white wine, but I think uh, all of you boo. prefer red. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Can right we, off the bat, and we I, have I prefer red. And, 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 and Kinga swings both ways. Sorry, Chad. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Well, which one are we going to try wine? first? All right. The we, red or the white? I've already tried them both. Is that? Right. <laughs> I'll go with the red. All right. Has that. All right. So, so we've already turned two-fisted drinking. <laughs> We're trying both. All right. So in the right, you've got the uh, right. a Bella a Bella's Vignet. It's a Sauvignon Blanc. you got to hold that one, too. Uh, it's a 2020, right? So it's much lighter. Oh, it's got a nice uh, white wine. Oh, I like it on the nose. Yeah. It's... It's very great. Oh, some so guava. You got Citrusy. some honeysuckle. I, I, some pineapple. Oh yeah, definitely get Ooh, some pineapple. A pineapple. Ooh, right from Hawaii. Sauv <laughs> mm. Blanca is some of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, usually my absolute favorite. It, I don't crisp. know if I've met a Sauv Blanc I didn't like. Do you know what this is, Chris? Where is it from again? Uh, where is it? Is that from? is that New Zealand? It's or? France. It's oh, France. France. Wow. They make a good Sauvignon Blanc. You did a good job here. All right, mm. and so the red. This is a Pinot Noir, which I absolutely Pinot love. Pinot Noir. Noir, Noir. But yeah, it's so important it's to... Bella Gloss. Go ahead. Bella Gloss. It's so important to... Oh, yeah. I was just going to start saying like the mantra that it's important to celebrate people's differences of opinions. Yeah. Nowadays, there's like this whole trend for cancel culture. If somebody has a slightly different thought than you, that you should just... They're bad. They're bad. Cancel them. They're bad. Yeah. They're done. Demonize them. Yeah, exactly. I think, them I think debate clubs should be mandatory for high school. <laughs> there you go. You know, because yes. I, I'll tell you, I, I yes. fell into debate club. I don't even know why I went or what, what prompted me to go. I just don't mm-hmm. remember. But I remember being flabbergasted mm-hmm. that I was forced to debate a subject on the opposite side of what I believed. And that just blew my mind. Mm. And But once I embraced it, once I figured it out... I realized, oh, there's a lot more opinions than just mine. And then, you know, I started researching my my subject and, and it was it was fascinating. So I, I definitely would uh, would advise that. that and I also so- think that pe- people should be raised where uh, you can have a total difference of opinion, but still love somebody that has the opposite opinion. That That's OK. Like. Yeah, you know, and I think that's tough in today's households. I think, yes, you know, mothers yes. and fathers are, have their very strong-held opinions, and you've got maybe some right right or left-leaning mm-hmm. parents, yes. and then you've got the opposite as their children because they're rebelling or for whatever reason. And it is difficult to have a, a meaningful, honest conversation, especially when you've got people who are uh, just spout off what they believe and aren't really interested in uh, listening. And what I love is Ken and I can be great friends, and... He's been a, a diehard supporter of the Democratic Party. Can you tell us a little bit about that? You I was. I've... We had fundraising parties for, I think at one point, we were on the first name, get the call through to both senators, mm-hmm. House of Representatives, Governor. Um, and it took creating personal relationships. Right. Um, we had friends, of course, that were totally opposite. <laughs> 
we did other things with them. Absolutely. But well, you, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting because I'm—I mean, I was a member of the Young Republicans when I was growing up. Yes. Yet I've also been a member of the Democratic Party in my in my older so you age. Vacillate. Seeing, you vacillate. But well, not vacillate. I just see two sides of, of the coin. They grew wiser. Yeah. Well, I also <laughs> I also grew, I think, a little bit more compassionate. Mm-hmm. And I think, okay. uh, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm dead center. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would say if there was something called a, a freedom party that actually believed in freedom. freedom, then I would, I would vote for that. But other than that, and I, that's where you are. Uh, yeah. yeah I'm and total both, libertarian. neither, and neither party America. really do, okay, does much say, for me at the moment. I, I believe in capitalism. I mm-hmm. believe in people making their money and nobody should, you know, in less government. Right. I believe in less government. So that's libertarian. Yeah. You're libertarian, I, I just, then. You're not well, really and see, I would, then. But I would take that yeah. for an example. Like a libertarian would be you know, strict capitalism, where I would say I believe in a triple bottom line where the shareholders, the employees, and the environment hold equal value in that equation. And But so they don't have a voice. Who doesn't? The... Employees right. and the absolutely unless unless the companies unless the company's following a triple bottom line no or if the company takes you know libertarian I think I'm not I'm not a opposed. fan of zero regulation I'm a fan of basically bare minimum regulation to still keep the environment clean and have a normal running society with a good environment so right, absolutely but, and that's, but and that's hold tough on, we're nowadays. The planet. One, One show, show at a time. time. So yeah, they just that... pass thousands of laws every year and nobody even knows what they're passing because they're doing so much random bullshit. Uh, no doubt about it. And yeah. Hold on. It, when too many people, when you, when you have the, the two parties, the main parties, and then you have Libertarian, a lot of times the Libertarian vote goes against the Republicans. That's just what And makes they, the Democrat win. That's what the two main political parties have programmed everyone into thinking so that the Libertarian Party can't gain any traction. Everybody just considers it a wasted vote. Well, and, that, and back in the 70s, it was the Green Party that took the votes away from the Democrats. I mean, this is a cyclical... Yeah, it's gone uh, both ways. Yeah, yeah. it's a cyclic, right. cyclical so, uh, political so, so thing. So that's going to take a new thought process and a new mm-hmm. um, trend of people saying, both of those parties suck, and we need to join a new, better party. But I thought you said in well, the beginning see, of the show we're about a difference of opinion being good. Well, yeah, but he's, he's expressing almost, his Most opinion. people can agree that... The presidencies for the past 20 years on both sides have been very lackluster. Right. Well, and I think you bring up a good point. I think that a lot of people, myself included, have found that politics isn't the answer. You're not going to get a whole lot done in politics. I've, I've um, done it both on the business side, hiring lobbyists and trying to get things done in Congress. Mm-hmm. Never succeeded. I've done it on the polit- local political side. And so what I've decided is that, uh, like you said, work on uh, ourselves, work on ourselves. But <laughs> but you can make much more of a difference being a capitalist, but being a capitalist that has a mission. You know, a capitalist can save the environment. A capitalist can uh, have a mission to uh, make the workplace an amazing place to be and spread influence like with the show. Exactly. And Ken, do you want to chime in a little bit here? Yeah. Well, the, the problem I see is mm-hmm. when you just talk about capitalism. Uh, you're leaving that decision up to an individual or a, a board. Sure. And they're most often going to see the bottom line is is their obligation to their shareholders or whatever. Right. And you aren't going to find somebody who's going to go out of their way to think thoughtfully about the environment or how other people are being. I I, I would treated. respectfully disagree because mm. study after study has shown that the companies that are mindful of their uh, environmental impact 
are more profitable. The the companies that and are you see a lot more of it in, their, in Europe. Absolutely, the the companies mm-hmm. that invest in their employees and ha- find that they have less turnover rate and they have forty to sixty percent more. Productivity. I think you're exactly right, but convince the fifty percent or so that don't see it that way that they're. They're making a mistake. And that's why having oh, some regulations is totally vital and well, it's, always going to be a part it's of it. It's necessary because yeah. most capitalists are going to cut corners. I, myself, I'm a capitalist. I've cut corners in my life. Because you'll make I, more money. Is but that I, as I thought I would make more money, but what I learned oh. was is that I paid a price. And so then mm-hmm. I stopped cutting corners and I started mm-hmm. doing it right. And man, the money started flowing in. Right. So it's... Unfortunately, there's kind of like a, a, a misnomer around that. I think, yeah, there's certainly some people who have made money doing that, but the vast majority of us, if you do it right the first time and you have a mission and you take mm-hmm. care of the people that are taking care of you, you're more likely to succeed. And your generosity always pays off. I mean, no matter what. Well, right? Yeah, well, that's that, you know, you get anything that you give out, you're going to receive tenfold, especially, yes. and it's a, in the form of love, right? Yes. And so... The pe- again, the companies that are taking care of their employees are not posting signs like, hey, we're closed Saturday and Sunday because we can't get any employees. Because they're doing are prob- a good job. Right. Those are the, probably the companies that don't treat their employees very well or they don't pay them enough or they have a manager who's a dick. Um, <laughs> and that happens a lot. I mean, if people well, don't leave uh, good companies, they leave bad managers. And turnover is very expensive. Oh, so, companies don't even understand how much so how that so? costs them. How so? Well, you, you lose a trained employee, they go to a competitor, or they just give up, I don't know, and you start over. There's so, Ken, you've a, had a big a training company curve. with a lot of people working for you, so you had that where people left your company? What were you doing wrong? <laughs> well, not not everybody. <laughs> they were bad people. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so hard to hire. They disagreed with me. <laughs> right. That's right. Well, I, you know, I'll tell you, I, as, a, as a younger leader, I was definitely more militaristic, more, hey, I'm the leader, you do it my way, this is what I, my vision, I need you to do it my way, and that doesn't fly these days, and unfortunately, right. people my age are freaking out, like, why doesn't this work anymore? Right. Well, um, there are environments in which you, that's mandatory. Well, like, yeah, I was, I like was in the, the military, military. Same yeah, with me. Okay. yeah, you so have to be that way you, in the military. There's only one way to do it. Right. Oh, that's right. And you if you can't the follow the they, instruction, then people die. Yeah. That's a big difference. Right. Well, and I again, about that. well, <laughs> and also, you know, that <laughs> that has to be in certain dangerous professions. Yeah. You have to be. You know, pilots have to follow the rules. There's, well, there might certain, be something like medicine too. There's a certain protocol. If you're right. in a, a surgery. Room. I hope the surgeon follows. Yeah, yeah there, there's a way to do it. Don't do it. Don't yeah, make ho- it up yourself. Right. You hope he doesn't wash his hands after yeah, the surgery. <laughs> yeah, you don't want the anesthesiologist to be freestyling up there. That's right. Oh, All right, let's see. I'm going to give him some marijuana and see what happens. I know. You don't want that. Yeah. Well, I grew up. So this is not all new, this cancel cultures. Mm-hmm. Really? I is grew up you? in a... <laughs> oh, have you ever heard of McCarthyism? Anyway, go ahead. Well, um, I'm going to give you a, a, we'll a small town Minnesota example. Okay. So our community had no brown people, no black people, no Jewish people. Right. Wait, can we say that these days? Yeah. I think well, it's just a fact. It was, okay. it was, okay. He's just it's stating a historical fact. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. So, I, don't want my, I don't want the show to be canceled. He's not, he's not oh, saying. We'll be fine. He's not, we'll be fine. He's not giving me. an opinion <laughs> about it. He's literally just stating a fact. I'm stating a fact. That's okay, the way it was. Okay, okay. So <laughs> we were all white Scandinavians. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the big cancel issue was, are you a Catholic? 
<laughs> you know? Right. The lips with the, it was Lutheran Catholic. Oh, take your, big time. Take your shot. Yep. Yep. That was the same way my, my, uh, my wife grew up in Doylestown, Ohio. <laughs> same exact thing. Still that way today. <laughs> I have been back to my hometown for a long time. I bet it's, it's the still same. the same way. There's two churches in the town. <laughs> Catholic church. <laughs> My wife and I went to a wedding in a small, similar to where mm-hmm. I grew up, and there were two Lutheran, Lutheran churches. Mm-hmm. We were going, trying to go to a wedding. No, it was a uh, christening, and um, or baptism, I guess it was. We we went to the wrong church. Mm-hmm. And is a christening where you break a bottle of wine over the kids' yeah, head? This, that, is, yeah. this, this had to be baptized and they sprinkled water around. <laughs> so we went to the wrong church and we sat down oh and they gosh, were very no warm. They, they the were really warm. Church. They were saying, come on in, come on in, we love you. And then we sat down in the back and then it turned out to be a wedding. And we thought, uh, where's, the, where's the baptism? Oh, that's the other Lutheran church. So now you've got a Catholic church, two Lutheran churches that are fighting with each other. Right. <laughs> I mean, my they Lutheran said it, is better than your Lutheran. Yeah, yeah, they said it with a little scorn. Oh, that's the other Lutheran church. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's and and it's competition. It's a business, right? And and I think that's what we're hey, going. Hey, hey, hey! Hold on. Well, I believe in God here. I go to church. Well, and what this no, like, says God, my church, God baby. is a business. Let's <laughs> and, let's be real. A good here. point that this no, it's not. brings us no, to is that. Both sides sorry, are totally, to <laughs> are, um, both sides are totally guilty of this cancel culture rhetoric right now, and there's a lot of kind of like mantra or rhetoric on the right that it's oh the left is the cancel culture, but it's really on both sides because yeah, a right. lot of the people that are really far on the right, if the second you say something that's a differing opinion or something that's anti-Trump, mm-hmm. they shut off too and they just disregard everything you say. And basically cancel everything you're saying, too. Right. So both sides are almost equally guilty so of Ken, this. So, Ken, you were about to leave that dinner with Chet the other night because our waiter was like, oh, oh yeah. Total well, yeah, okay, well, yeah, yeah. So this is what, this is what kind of brought this us to this topic. This story is hilarious. I mean, I almost... I you have tell a, the story. It's hard to believe this story actually happened, but I believe we, you two. But we it's went hard, to it's a, like, this is unusual. It was the three of us. Well, we went to a really, right. really nice steakhouse. One of the nicest in Phoenix. Okay. And Don't say the name. I'm not. I'm call him out. Did you not notice I was not saying the name? But it rhymes with... No, just kidding. Just kidding. And... We, I forget how we were just randomly talking about the homeless issue, and our server chimed in and basically said, "Oh, I've got a really good idea on how I could try to solve this." And he just launches into this like three or four minute speech about that, and maybe then, ten minutes, and maybe then it turns minutes. into a full like political like agenda. It was wild. So it was a it was a sermon, not a discussion. Oh, hundred okay. percent. Oh, he didn't want to discuss anything. Right. right. And this, uh, is, a, this really is a loud. fancy restaurant. We're spending big money. Yeah. And I'm getting lectured to by it's a, like right, a, a, right. a server. But Ken, wow. Ken was able to be yeah. very uh, civil and you know didn't get upset about it. And he did get a little upset actually. Well, I, I thought, thought I was I thought still civil. Reason, reasonably <laughs> so though, because the yeah. guy was. Going way, he, he out, went of way, oh, way, yeah, way, yeah, way yeah, yeah. out of no, line. It's true. So it was not like very. It was a very appropriate level of calling the guy out. I think. And who called him? We out? ended up Ken. Ken said, oh, "Like, can you did? please do your job, basically?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I was. But well, Chet turned it around though. Yeah, Ken By the end of the evening, of the guy was hugging me from yeah, the yeah. from behind. Yeah, uh, so that's funny. But so it, we they ended up celebrating. 
like a difference of opinion, and we were able to get past this guy's kind of almost like an outburst. I would say I kind of liked um, him though. I thought he was funny. Well, you know what? Uh, I well, think... he was definitely passionate, but it was very, very out of place and yeah. a little bit rude to do that on the job. No, yeah, especially was... considering that environment. Right. If we were at a McDonald's or something, I'd be like, okay, I can <laughs> <laughs> go across the street. But it was a really nice restaurant. Well, I disagree. Like, Anywhere where you're eating, you shouldn't upset somebody as they're eating. It should be well, that's yeah, exactly so it, why it was basically bad service. Right. So that's why it was no. good. It was good that what we called him out. The, he knows about the show. What do you mean? I'm happy that he well, knows what, the truth if, now. Right, and he doesn't so do that to another. I know person. Michael. Dinner, I like you. Why are you calling him my name now? You're Nobody calling him Nobody knows his last name, name or where we were. <laughs> All right. So you're never Michael. supposed oh to God. discuss sex, politics, and religion, right? So. Uh, your waiter <laughs> at, at dinner, right? You're never supposed oh, to. Like yeah. your waiter's gonna come and would you like the uh, the, the you know filet mignon? Excellent. And do you like missionary miss? Like I mean, it's the same thing as someone coming from the sex coach. I know. I'm just saying. Or it you was know, it was bizarre. Would you but... like your steak cooked Catholic or Lutheran? Like, <laughs> but everybody at the table, nobody was trying to cancel each other, and we all ended up celebrating each other's differences of opinions because I think we all had slightly different views. On, on but, like but I well, I know we all do. But, but, yeah. No, but what well, I yeah. loved, hold on, I want to say this. So Kim Kim was like, hey, can you just do your job? Like telling him, basically dismissing him, saying, no more, mm -hmm. you know, which was good as the trial lawyer. And then Chet got really cool, and he was like, he kind of defended Ken, totally went off and said, you know, on Ken's side. And then I was like, come on, you guys love each other. This is silly. He's a great waiter. And then he came up and hugged you. She was agreeing with him, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> You well, were instigating it mostly. Yeah, so. you were. Yeah. <laughs> Kinga instigating? No. What a Tell me it's not so. I'm going to well, have to have a drink of wine. Just calm my nerves after hearing that. Well, I felt sorry for him because you guys getting up on him. And I felt like. He deserved it. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I no, guess, nobody. We weren't ganging up on him. He was ganging up on everybody. He like had mm. taken a triple espresso to the dome, and, like, <laughs> on, like, trying to convert everybody to the Republican yeah, Party or something. It was insane. But, but, he was sitting back. But it wasn't no pretense of doing his job. Right, right, sitting right. back, lecturing. Our lobster is just getting cold. He's a kitchen. college professor like, turned uh, waiter because yeah. he can make more money probably. at that restaurant. He's probably a he's probably an adjunct professor at issue of philosophy or history or some stuff. Uh, I don't think so. He definitely like to preach like he was. I really like him. Uh, I'm not gonna say what restaurant or what. You already said his name. Michael, just say the like restaurant Michael. too. At this point, I didn't say it, and I won't say yeah, it. But I don't like call him Mike. I'm not gonna say it. I like Michael. But anyway. But anyways, at the end of the day. But how did it end up? It ended up loving. You guys hugged and hugged and hugged. Yeah. Well, he hugged me. I didn't really hug. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. But if they sat us in the section sure again, I would request were, another I wasn't server. I'm sure if you were gay because you guys were hugging so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the that's the point that we're trying to make is that even if you disagree with someone femininely, yes, that doesn't mean you have to hate them. It doesn't mean they're stupid. It doesn't mean anything other than their life experience has brought them to a conclusion that's different than yours. And that's okay. okay. Well, there are. It's great. It's great. Cheers. Cheers to difference Just to of opinion. Just to play devil's advocate, there are some people that go in this like other category where they basically you can't celebrate their difference of opinion. Like somebody that well, one group of people that comes to mind is the Westboro Baptist. Baptist Church, you know, they're yeah. the ones that are infamous for mm -hmm. uh, protesting military funerals and just doing these horrific things. 
And so I can't get behind or support anything that they Okay, like. I don't want hate mail from them. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, well, I They doubt. don't know how to read. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, and I doubt <laughs> it. I never listen to a show that's open-minded. No, anyways. no, no. Well, but, I think, I think but, what you bring up is very important, and it was something we were actually discussing earlier. But people that fall into these categories, uh, Westboro Baptist Church, like Nazis, like anybody oh, okay, that okay, level Nazis, of evi- okay. evil, you can't celebrate that difference of opinion. All you can really do is think of them as like... A, gray area evil or something and pity that existence oh yeah something. Nazi group oh no no that's not even human Westboro, Westboro Baptist Church is on the same level they're just oh, okay. pure evil okay. that's what I'm saying that. There's so, okay. that's what I'm trying to Thank say you. there Teach are some me. people that are not it's not as difference of opinion they're straight up not seeing morally correct right right well, and they're not and they're trying to harm other people so, I, so, so what about so the Sean Watson guy the, the so, basketball guy that like like there's like 20 wait that's not that's not even that's not even Okay. relevant to what we're talking okay, about. Okay, we're talking about people that are straight up evil, that are trying to harm other people. Those are okay. different... I'm not saying Sean Watson's e- the, the, e- Yeah, evil, so why are you bringing you him totally into that? You totally just said okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, should we take this we're out? Saying, no. So we're trying to say... I don't say, think he's evil. But those I, are differences of opinion that you shouldn't people. celebrate, but... But what I'm trying to say is some women are saying things. There's 22 women saying something about Sean Watson. It's not related to guy. the people we're talking about right no, now. Those are accusations. But he's saying it's not true. So what does that have to do opinion. with totally evil people? Okay, well, I think the similarity... Well, I think it's two different things. I think what you're okay. talking about is there's two exceptions to this rule, right? One is what Kinga was talking about. Two is what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. I think those are two exceptions to what we're trying yeah. to talk. And I, I think you. I think what we're... So basically, the, the You can't take anything 100%, right? Everything's 80-20, Right. Oh, Sean Watson. Like, well, I think the distinction is is you can celebrate someone's football, differences of opinions as long as their opinions football. are football. not for hurting other people. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, that's basically the one distinction that we were want to put in there. Okay. Right? Well, and I think that goes back to freedom because true freedom yes. is yes. me being able to do what I want to do without yes. impinging on your freedom. Yes. And the people who want to impinge on our freedoms. Those they, they are discluded from this conversation. Yeah. I don't even want them to listen to this program. Exactly. Right? And I think that <laughs> yeah, I was just there's where we agree. Advocate. If somebody's listening, they're like, wait, you can't celebrate everyone's defense opinion. Because what if, what about those people that are truly evil and don't see love well, for everybody? Uh, let, let me raise a question. Please. That um, might cause a little issue out there. What was January 6th? Um, Difference of opinion? Or some form of evil. Um, I would say it was. I would say it's a little bit of both. I think you're right. I, I don't think everybody involved was evil. I think there were some. I think that... there were more than dozens. But there were some. <laughs> more than do- there there were at least some four org- guys that were yeah, assholes. There, was, there <laughs> were definitely some people there that thought that they were actually, you know, being a patriot and yes. like right. marching yes. to save the Constitution. Right. And I think there were some people. That were there taking advantage of trying to be... Some people were organized and armed in order to... Take advantage of chaos. And the same exact thing happened uh, basically about a year earlier when we were having all the riots with George Floyd. A lot of those people were rioting because they saw the injustice in the uh, police system Mm -hmm. and they wanted to have their voice heard. And they were going out there and protesting and they were getting and they were, they were doing so rightfully so yes and, and they then were, there were evil people that were going out there just looting mm-hmm. trying to cause That's chaos exactly true so it's all it happens on both sides i have a place in minneapolis and the, the destruction that some i don't know i i think a distinct minority of those people were involved in that yeah. right but they ruined 
um, shopping of... areas for people that really need a shopping area. Right. Yeah, I mean, they were the places just totally destroyed. Exactly. So those are the people that are just trying to go out and sow chaos, and they fall in the category of people we're talking about right now, where you don't celebrate their difference of opinion, but somebody that's genuinely trying to go out and make the world a better place, whether that's through protesting or if that some people literally thought they were doing the right thing being at the Capitol. I don't condone any of those people. I think it was rebellious, but some people thought that they were, you know, protecting the Constitution or whatever. Yeah, so some some of them honestly thought they were being called to to save the country. Yeah. Right. And unfortunately so, their leaders failed them, right? Yeah. So and that's not their fault, but there's consequences to our actions, and whether we know it or not, ignorance is not an excuse. Yeah, and this is another good topic to bring up because it shows that a lot of, you know, massive issues like this have a gray area where there were some people that were, you know, trying to do the right thing, and then there were some people that were true agents of chaos and just yeah. out there trying to exploit a situation. So. Uh, you really have to look at each case, You're gonna join case us? by case. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Did you get a? Well, I was looking up about Deshaun Watson, and the reason I'm bringing oh, it up. You're just like fixed on talking well, about because him. Well, lately I listen to the sports channel when I'm by myself, so I can learn more about football and basketball and everything, and so I just you know learn more about sports. And so I was listening to them commentate about this Deshaun. Mm -hmm. I, I thought they were saying Sean. There's Watson, not there's Deshaun not Watson. enough evidence yet for us to comment on it. They don't. Is, right, is this alleged, the alleged a bunch yes, of alleged. women accusing him of? It's a, it's alleged twenty two women 22, accusing him. Okay. But that's not the part I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is they still want to allow him to defer his uh, money. I think he was offered like I don't know like thirty one million or something. But he's able to defer his money. So the penalties for all these whatever he's going on whatever's going on with him, he'll only take it from a million. He says, initially, I just want a million. And so they were discussing back and forth about how un unfair that was. And it was a difference of opinion. And they were kind of fighting on air. And I was listening to that. And that's what our topic is today. And it's like, what was cool is they could have a difference of opinion, but th they were not really fighting. They were just disagreeing. Mm -hmm. Like debating. Yeah, yeah. Like debating. And that's exactly. what I'm talking about. And I'm not saying that Deshaun Watson did any of these alleged sexual misconducts. I'm just saying that... You know, maybe he's falsely accused. We don't know. He totally did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Well, there could be like twenty-two individual trials, and you'd get it's individual results. Oh yeah, this is your this is your ballywick. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and he could have uh, multi-million-dollar judgments against him. Now, I didn't do any bankruptcy law, so I don't know exactly how this would work out. But yeah. what you're presenting is he takes a little up front, and then a lot of it. Most of it is deferred. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. not sure what happens in bankruptcy to that deferred mm. money because the bankrupt bankruptcy trustee they're going to want to go after it. it. Yeah, I would think so. So 20, he has 22. There's civil... a lot of conspiracy theories about this. That's one of the main reasons why I don't want to talk about it until there's more evidence about it because the timing of when the accusations came out was absolutely bizarre. Absolutely right. well, bizarre because he was. Yeah, we have he was, we uh, have bigger disagreements to talk about yeah. than sports. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, you look that's at true, that's Ukraine. True. There's a disagreement. Like, there, that's you know, true. The, and there, how, do you, well, how do you? Well, and then there's Venus or Serena. That's right. Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, so, and so basically, the, all there is to say about the Deshaun Watson thing is if he was guilty, then he's a monster. If he was innocent, then the women that are accusing him and lying about him are monsters. Yeah. That's all you can really say about it. That's true. So that's, that's true. very true. That's true. And there no, are we don't that, know. We weren't. And, and there, well, the there are I'm monsters true. in the world, and I think that goes back to your earlier uh -huh. point of we don't have to celebrate uh -huh. that. 
What we can celebrate is two people or 22 people that can get together and have a discussion and maybe not agree on everything, but can find the voice of commonality and be able to move forward with some type of commonality. If you go into something having 22 different opinions and you come out with three of them are the same and the rest are different, focus on the three that are the same. That's going to give you get you so much farther. Well, that's why it's a little bit suspicious that there's 22 women, number one. Um, but I, I don't want to just fixate on him. But what I want to talk about is the difference of opinion that... <laughs> it sounds like that's what you want to talk about. No, no, no. We that's we're, we're that's going, why we're not talking about it. We're, 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 we're going to go on to the next thing. But the, the main thing I want to talk about is how the the because he's going to make so much money for the team, the, the, the Browns are willing to look the other way yeah. and still want him on the team. And they're going to allow well, him... Well, no, not- that's what the conspiracy theory is that the Texans basically, like did some shady shit funding the accus- the women who accused him and funding the lawsuit to devalue his name so they could give him a penny contract. That's wow. right. Yeah. And, and, and you're here right wow. now, folks. This has all been funded by aliens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. From anyway. Venus, believe that or not. That's, you heard That's it here your first. opinion. That's that your is, opinion. No, no, no. This is I fact, man. <laughs> Undisputed fact. <laughs> I, okay, so I, I, I don't want to talk about if he's guilty, if he did it, if he did it. Also, that's another thing that's super difficult, gray area about it, is that they, all the women were his masseuses. So it's 22, <laughs> 22 women that were already in a room with him alone. So it's like really, Man. it's really sketchy. So. Okay, but Sorry, my mind went to a so, whole different place. There's basically no witnesses. So 22 of these women have the same problem, but he doesn't. <laughs> well, no, it's it, the part of the conspiracy is saying why did all twenty-two women come out basically right after he turned down the contract? Uh, what is that timing? Okay, but why did none of these other twenty-two women call the police? But that's because a part. normal masseuse doing their job. If they are basically the assaulted on the fit? job, they're gonna call. Think about this: if you're a masseuse on the job and you got assaulted by somebody you know is a you know, nine-figure quarterback, you're going to call the police right after so you have evidence mm-hmm. in your lawsuit. I don't know. No, you might, you might get treated by the police as, oh, she's just a masseuse. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. that's very true. I, yeah. I think that it's, yes. it is very difficult but I think on either it, side. Something people need to start talking about, though, is that women need to call the police if there's an assault so that there is a record of it. I, I, I wouldn't agree. I don't yeah. disagree with that. We also need to... Uh, fund programs within the police that treat these women a lot more respectfully. That's true. Oh, a thousand percent. Exactly. Rape should be taken just as seriously as murder. There should well, be that's forensics the, experts there immediately. As soon difference as of opinion about defund and redirect some resources. Oh, I defund mean, the police is the dumbest, most horrible is. statement uh, I have oh ever gosh. heard in my entire life. The whole no, reason for America life. is that we I have think what the movement sh- really should be talking about is... Let's direct them to people who are properly trained well, for yes. this particular issue. Not yes. just put it in the 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 cop in the back seat in the uh, front seat of the car. Mm-hmm. Your problem, right? Because I've just got go mental back, health problems. Just go just, back and watch mm-hmm. any police TV mm-hmm. reality series where the mm-hmm. where the uh, the He's cameraman follows the police. Watch an hour of it, and after that, if you wonder why people punch people, why the police punch <laughs> people, you will not be surprised anymore. They are so disrespected. They are the the the, the disrespect, the the spitting, the uh, I, I can't even imagine. Can I tell you, Pig. my brother, my sweet brother, that is going to be here on April. He'll, we'll hopefully get him to the show. I was his 
uh, in his wedding as best man, mm-hmm. not best woman, but best man. And uh, he and I obviously are very close. He's going to be in town soon. He worked at a um, through college. He was a uh, what do you call it? Not the bartender, but the S- stripper. The bodyguard. <laughs> what do you call it? Security. Gigolo. Masseuse? Masseuse? I didn't know where you were going. I'm sorry. The, the, I'm sorry. The, the guy Security. Yeah. Security. Yeah, yeah. Chippendale. The bouncer. Yeah. And he said that, like, people that would get drunk, that I'm not going to say anything about any kind of race or anything, but he says that they were just really strong. And and he could not, it, it was really hard. And my, my brother's big. He's big like mm-hmm. Chet is. And he said it was really hard to deal oh, with these people that were on drugs, 100%. drinking, and they wouldn't take no for an answer. Yep. And he, he could not, he had to call in other people. It was like five guys on one mm-hmm. because of whatever they're on. Well, that's so why bars now hire MMA What does this have to do with the Deshaun Watson He was talking about police and how hard it was for, for police. Oh, ba- he, being a bouncer, being any, I mean... Uh, my daughter is a barista at the airport, and the abuse that she takes to ask people to put on their mask mm-hmm. is unbelievable. She's a 20-something-year-old young lady who's just being told what to do. By and her employer. By her employer. Yeah. Hey, miss, please put your mask on. This person loses their mind. I mean, that's unfortunately what we're dealing with, and that's that yeah. going back to, you know... Difference of opinion. Difference of opinion, but it's also just because... Uh, you, we, we don't have the right to be offended. That's nowhere in any constitution, bill of rights, mm-hmm. anything like that. And, and I think that's a big piece that people are missing and the media is missing, the news is missing, is we don't have the right to be offended. We don't or, have, no, or you have the right to be offended, but you don't have the right to do anything about it. So just yeah. contain that emotion and <laughs> have acceptance. And, right. But a difference of opinion is wonderful. And, and we should uh, all be able to be civil with each other and not freak out and not have that explosion like what you're right. talking about. But and be able to celebrate people roasting you. Like, if I make fun you of you guys for li- for liking the gross primitive red wine. <laughs> <laughs> See, you guys all laughed yes, at it. See, yeah, it was and fun. That's being, able to la- being able to laugh yeah. at yourself. Well, we can really... forgive you guys with the white wine. <laughs> yeah. See? See? So We're like, above all that. Yeah, it's important to be able to laugh at yourself. And have the difference of opinion mm-hmm. and still be friends. Yeah. And yeah. still be, love each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Don't be sensitive and take It's like a rivalry. No, like, it, it's... Chet and I were talking earlier about um, we self-select. So we go out of our way to be with and live near people of like minds. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so we aren't mixing very well um, mm-hmm. in school, where we live, um, probably even we are, where really. we work. I have a difference of opinion. Good. I li- <laughs> let's hear it. I like it. I think we're kind of mixing well. I am. I mix well, with everybody. Well, I think we're kind of... I, just, I, we're, well, you know, we're, we aren't saying that people aren't mixing. We're more just saying it's a natural trend that you end up close to people that are have a similar interest as you because if you're at if Ken is at a, a democratic uh, fundraising meeting he's going to meet other people that are fundraising for democrats just like if you're at a republic republican fundraiser you're going to meet other republicans but i'm not close minded because if he said you want to go to this democratic right. thing 100% I'm gonna, and you forget a lot Ken but i'm just saying you're an anomaly. Naturally, I, thank you're you. you're not you're not or normal it doesn't right how many people have their own podcast not a lot of people how it many it doesn't people, have to be politics it right? could be serious or yeah, it doesn't have to be politics. It could be hiking. You naturally hike a lot, so you meet other people that love no, hiking. She's friendly to all hikers. But if you say, do you want to ice skate? I will ice skate. If you say, let's go sailing, I'll say, I'll say Okay, that. so you're very open-minded, but that yes. still doesn't negate the trend that you generally are going to meet most people that have similar interests as you because you're doing those things If you say, let's go to a gay interests. bar, I'll go to the gay bar. 
If you say let's go listen to ADM, I'll we're go not, listen to ADM. We're not talking about you. It's we're important always to... talking about Kinga. Come on, <laughs> but yeah, it is, it's important to celebrate difference of opinion. Like I'm not gay, but I'll go to a gay bar too and have a great. Of time. Of course we so, will. Yeah, it's, we love those people. Yeah, gay so, bars are so much more fun than straight bars. <laughs> so much fun. All right, let's, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> let's be real. So much fun. I mean, some of my. I love just everybody, like people that are just nice. That's it. See, well, so, and I think that's a, that's a good point. I would have to say, people who are nice, yes. people who are open, those are the kind of people I want to hang out with. Yes. It doesn't matter what they look like, what who what they do, where they what their background, what they believe in. Right, if they're nice and they're willing to have a conversation. Most people fine. are nice. Most people and are. they intend well, except for that one of the problems. Michael. That yeah, I know. <laughs> but you know, sometimes the context of things gets things oh, turned around. Oh, I think around. that's a good point. Because now we politicize certain things, mm-hmm. and a normally nice person can now be very obnoxious, mean, angry. Oh, online, online, absolutely, and be anonymous. Yes. Ooh, anonymous. Get a memory. But I, I truly believe that most of us, most everybody, is deep down a nice person. They want to do right. Going back to the gay bar comparison, I think it's fun to like call out people that are really far on the right because I feel like a lot of people (laughs) on the right try to be like, oh, don't be so sensitive. But then if you actually took them to like a gay bar or something, they would be so uncomfortable and offended. I feel like a lot of people on the right need to be more open-minded and celebrating of people that are different from them. I, I don't think I'm on the right or the left or the middle. You, I you just definitely lean people. right. You definitely lean well, right. I, well, I, I'm, lean I am surprised that the right hasn't embraced more people. Well, yeah, they just have this like mantra of being like all tough, but then they're actually really sensitive if you take them outside of their comfort zone well, at all. Right. If you take and, them anything but a country and bar. And you talk like, to them about I? freedom, they'll agree with you on 80% of it, but you start getting into some other freedoms, and they're like, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> so talking about difference of opinion to kind of uh, pivot another direction, Okay. Uh, what about people that try to... So Tesla versus Porsche on the electric oh. cars. <laughs> now I'm we've got a, a real <laughs> dilemma. Yeah. I'm trying to buy a new car, and I, there is a huge, uh, you know, difference about. Yeah, well, you're trying to buy a gas. sustainable car, right? Yes. yes. Uh, and you want to. Car. But of the sustainable cars, there is one faction and another faction. Oh yeah. So Tesla's one. I mean, there's Tesla people, and all others suck. <laughs> And then yes. there's the opposite. There's Porsche. Then there's, there's Porsche. Porsche. And everything and all else sucks. sucks. The Taycan. Right. And then uh, there's the other ones. But, but, there, there, but you there's guys... battery versus gas. And you have the experience. Well, on yeah. That. They, um, I mean, anybody right now can see that gas is anywhere between 449 and 499 a gallon. That's exactly. unleaded. If you're going supreme, it's much more than that. And it may dip again, but the realistic uh, future is that gas is going up. I mean, it's it's been 6.99 a quart or as oh the gosh. Europeans say a liter in Europe for it, when I was there in 2008 and it was 6.99 a quart. Think wow. about that. Wow. There, that's, wow. That's I lived there much, for a while too and yeah. one of the differences is they they taxed it. They mm-hmm. were they were intentionally taxing it high to decrease usage. Well, and we were going the opposite direction. Oh, yeah, we fund $20 billion a year yeah, to exactly. keep it low, right? And, and that's okay, but they did it because they wanted less pollution. They wanted people to ride their bikes. They wanted more mass transit because they have, they're in a smaller mm-hmm. space and there's more people there and they're seeing after 
the more than 200 years that we've been around, the pollution and the things mm-hmm. like that. And so that's that's how they're trying to be more sustainable. Um, and unfortunately, we're the opposite. Well, you have a lot of knowledge well, about the batteries. interesting thing about the real uh, telltale sign of which one's going to be more sustainable is how long the electric cars last. If the, oh. elect- if the electric cars can last a few hundred thousand miles, then they'll for sure be more sustainable than the gas cars. But right. if they and that's all know, about battery we don't technology. know it yet. Yeah, we exactly. Don't. So it's because they of, have so few moving parts. Like a gasoline engine has a ton of moving parts. Yeah, right. That's true. We've had the last 150 that's years so to perfect it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tesla's been around how long? Ten years, fifteen Maybe, years, right? Yeah. And so they're still learning. They're but still that's how I love the, the it Porsche. Out. The Porsche now figured out how to do this electric car. Right. What I love is most of the outside of the engine, everything well, Porsche, else. Porsche. Well, the uh, Nissan. A lot of them have electric. Uh, cars now. Almost every oh, brand. Yeah. Almost now, almost right. every brand is trying to compete now, with Tesla. No, try to find one. It's hard. Yeah. Well, supply chain is fucked up right now. now yeah. Chet, Chet, I've got. I've been looking for a week to get a new car, and you get there. And well, sold. not get only there, you add okay, well, you add supply chain plus the increased mm-hmm. price of gas equals no electric cars. Mm-hmm. That's that's like basic I, uh, math, cheers, right? Cheers. And this cheers. brings us to. <laughs> A really no, no, none to buy. I mean, there, to buy. They're oh, all, plenty, there are a bunch right. of them out oh, there. Yeah. That uh, the first of the three R's, reduce, is such an important emphasis right now because yes. there's a shortage of almost everything, everything. right yeah, now. Yeah, you're right. So mm-hmm. it's, and it's not going to get any better. Yeah, oh, 100%. So how so, can we be more sustainable and can we all agree about that? No, there's no, no way we're all no, going to agree, but we can try. Because we're here saving the planet. One, One king at, at a time. time. I mean, show at a time. <laughs> but we do agree on that. That we do. Yeah, we do. No, I, you know, what I'm trying to do is grow my own vegetables, uh, capture wa- rainwater, because uh, water's going to be a big deal in Arizona, folks. Uh, oh, if you really haven't is. seen yes. the uh, Lake Havasu uh, reports, yes. uh, it's a little... A little uh, disconcerting. So yeah, the longevity of the electric cars is going to be the answer mm-hmm. to which one is more sustainable. Because you know you hear of some gas cars that are driving past a million miles and still working fine. So is that a diesel? Well, gas or diesel. Di- gas or diesel, Kay. both. It, it's and just it, kind of a luck of the draw thing. Some right. cars outperform others. But then you you know you can get a Ford Fiesta that'll go for about a hundred and then you're done. Yeah. Well, it's right? kind of like so a person. A person that like my grandma's hundred and five and some. Well, we're people. talking about cars right now, though. But I'm saying it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you it is a well, comparison. <laughs> but if you treat it well, if you don't you know floor it and you maintain it and you. Take care of it. I maybe. can't believe you're talking about your grandmother that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've never floored her. We've never floored her. <laughs> uh, that's horrible. You would talk about your grandmother that way. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I would predict that in the not too distant future, we won't be making any more gas fueled cars. Mm-hmm. We won't take them all off the road, you know, unlike mm-hmm. the guns. Oh, it's going to be the like. Guns away, right? <laughs> what, what's that Will Smith movie, I Robot, where he's oh, the yeah, only yeah. one with like the, the muscle car and he's driving around with all these little robot cars that are all electric on the electric grid? <laughs> yes. It's, it's coming, folks. <laughs> <laughs> they won't take your car away, but. <laughs> they won't you might, take your car away. You might but not be able to buy a new gonna one. There's going to be some Neanderthals uh, <laughs> driving on the road. Well, so that's where the question comes what power source are we going to push towards? Because a lot of people think that nuclear. Hydrogen. That's oh, a great oh, oh. idea. Actually, Hydrogen, nuclear, solar. Nuclear. Those are the three top. Nuclear is kind of sketchy, though, because they're already running out of places to put the Hold waste. On. We have another 10 minutes on the oh, show. Oh, in Minnesota, yet. they have not figured out a, pl- a permanent home for, for their 
Nuclear waste. Nuclear waste. It's a that's problem a, it, everywhere. It is. However, I just read an article about a young capitalistic company oh. that is uh, accepting nuclear waste and turning it into a different form of power. That's so, amazing. Right? So it, I, I have faith in the human condition and the human uh, imagination that all the problems that we are um, putting forth to our younger generation they they're trying to figure it out. Well, yeah, we can solve. Well, it's just worrisome yeah. because nuclear waste is toxic on another whole level than carbon dioxide and the right. other waste products from fossil Absolutely. fuels. Absolutely. So it's kind of a: Are we really going to a cleaner fuel source if everything is powered by nuclear? Where is that going to go? But what about, so what about where the is hydrogen? it going to go? I'll we tell you. We have this amazing. Hold on. I'll tell you. Amazing built-in purification system for the mm-hmm. waste from gas, and that's called trees. Yes. There's yes. no natural. Yes. There's no natural purification Jeez. system Cheers. for radioactive we all have to waste. Cheers two glasses. Other than Trees. time, and you know how much time it is? Thousands and thousands and thousands of years. So, um, what if I had a choice between one of those two? I prefer the waste from fossil fuels. I uh, see. Now I would disagree. Uh, so you think nuclear? You think nuclear waste oh, is going to be easier to get rid of? In, I, we are. are. Are we, we are. Yes. Well, they're polite. They're polite. Yeah, polite and he's good. asking this me, so let him ask I'm the asking question. Logically, we think we're going to dispose of that much but nuclear waste. But we're going to disagree in a friendly way. All right. Way. So, ah. if if I were to um, choose between nuclear waste and fossil fuels, was the question right? So fossil fuels. Well, more just. If, do you think? How do you think we're going to dispose of the nuclear waste? Because if we actually get rid of fossil fuels, the amount of uptick of nuclear waste is going to be massive, and we already don't know what to do with it. Uh, agreed. So, but there's two things. So the difference between uh, fossil fuels and nuclear waste is that the fossil fuels pollute the entire Earth. The nuclear waste only pollutes where you put it. And so uh, China has mm. uh, wells that are thousands upon thousands of feet deep that they store their nuclear waste in. We could do the same thing. Again, there's companies now, now that we've recognized a problem, that are learning that they can take this nuclear waste and turn it into a byproduct or a product. Um, Those are the kind of things that I think that we need to focus on, the solutions to Mm -hmm. nuclear energy rather than uh, the fossil fuels. That being said, solar power. I have, That's definitely since the future. I was a kid, yeah. I have not understood how Arizona isn't sending and selling power to every continent. It's unbelievable. Co- and, and since every, I was little, I didn't every understand. Every engine from Phoenix to San Diego it. should be solar panels. Yes. Yeah, you're right. I know. Well, isn't, All the roads should be do, solar panels. <laughs> All the roofs should be solar yeah, panels. We don't, like, we don't have the batteries to do it, do we? Well, that is the problem. That well, yeah. and, but I'll tell you, APS has an amazing solution to this. So get this. So APS for their solar program, they have two massive lakes, and so during the day, the solar energy pumps the water uphill oh, I to love the it. larger mm-hmm. lake, mm-hmm. and then, and then it, at night it comes back yeah. down to the lower. And so generates. And not only does they, it generate electricity, but it so, uh, stores water for the population. Those are the kind of solutions. If we only had I, water. If that's, we only had water, yeah, that's, that's a whole other. That's system. what we need, though. But maybe it could be sand. I, you I, know, yeah, you could do right. the same it thing with sand, sand, right? I saw one stat that said if Arizona was covered, only twenty percent of Arizona was covered in solar panels, we would produce enough power for the entire world. All right. Well, that's Elon insane. Musk said really? he, no. he yep. said that 100, 100 of his gigafactories could power the entire world right now, and his gigafactories are all either hydrogen or solar. 
So wow. just that's a hundred factories. Well, except we wow. we identified the problem there because it's the sun is out. We're on. We're good to go, and then it's dark, or in many areas. Well, right, but see, if you cloudy. if you have a if you have a global grid, when the sun is on the other side, it's sending power to the dark side, and vice versa. And if we could become a global community and figure our differences out and be able to talk together That's like we are here, How are we and do I'm bringing it all around, <laughs> right? And then we could share all of this. And that's, again, why I love Elon Musk. I won't buy a Tesla yet, but I love Elon Musk is because he's the guy that is the poster Pioneer. child of this idea. Is he perfect? No. Okay, Mitch. Am I perfect? No. Yes, Mitch. Wait, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. This is our hydrogen we have, guy. We have a hydrogen guy calling in named Mitch. Mitch, can you talk about hydrogen right now on the Not show? Not Michael, right? We're live on the show. Don't mess this up, man. Go ahead, Mitch. Go for it. What do you want me to say about hydrogen, guys? Okay, well, I know, you're, I know you're working on hydrogen. Can you tell us? Because we're talking about, I know you're an expert on this, and I was trying to get you on the phone. Uh, you weren't answering, but I know you're in Hawaii. Can you introduce yourself? Okay, yeah, it's Mitch Yuan. I'm with the Hawaii Natural Energy Institute, where I'm the hydrogen systems program manager. And I've been here for about 21 years and Bruce County. And uh, I've been in the hydrogen game for about 30 years. So. Well, we thank you for being on the show, and I'm sorry we hijacked you but <laughs> for the last five minutes. But we're, we're awfully interested in what you think is, uh, real quick, what do you think about hydrogen versus nuclear versus solar? Oh, versus uh, electric cars. Okay, so uh, I consider hydrogen to be the magic fuel, and the reason I say that is because you can make it from just about anything. Biomass, solar, wind, geothermal. You have a way to uh, manufacture hydrogen out of water, electrolysis. So when you... I mean, water is made up of hydrogen and oxygen, so when you run it through an electrolyzer powered by a renewable energy source, uh, you make uh, hydrogen and oxygen. Right now, we vent the oxygen off. We can save the energy, i.e. save the uh, store of the hydrogen to save energy. And then when we need energy, we can convert it back to electricity using a device called a fuel cell, which is like a battery, except you keep on feeding it the uh, hydrogen and, in this case, air. And you make electricity, and the result of the uh, process of making electricity is pure water. So I see it's a perfect cycle. You start with water, you make electricity, you store it for when you need it. When you need it, you run uh, it through a fuel cell so that I could power your car or power your bus or whatever. And Can you give some of your background? Mitch, Mitch, Mitch. How much more time we have? Can you give us some of your background? Can you tell us... Um, uh, uh, what you've, what cars you've worked on? You didn't you make the first green car? Yeah, I headed up a team in uh, in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. We made the world's first uh, fuel cell uh, proton exchange membrane fuel cell powered car, modern car, back in 1989-92 time frame, and we called it the green car. It was a started life out as a racing car called Consolier, and it, and the the advantage of it, it had this uh, very light uh, monocoque body. So the whole body only weighed 240 pounds. I wish my body weighed 240 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so uh, you want it to be light so you're not carrying a whole pile of weight around. So, yeah, we 
took the internal combustion engine out and put in a fuel cell. We thought we could just buy a fuel cell off the shelf, but we were wrong. Uh, and uh, nobody actually made one, so we designed our own from the ground up. And uh, actually, it's uh, at the time, it was the world's most powerful fuel cell, and we made it running on air. Because up until that time, all the fuel cells are operated on oxygen, so this was very unique. And so we, we made it to run on air. And so that uh, forms the basis. I wish we got a patent on it. So, so last quick question, because we only have a few more. How many more minutes, Dominic? We have three minutes. We have actually a little bit more time left. So my next question to you is, uh, if people have a choice between a gas car or an electric car, which one should they buy right now? Because we, hydrogen is not enough. We can't buy that right now. Uh, well, um, if you want to be uh, environmentally friendly, obviously you're going to buy a battery electric car. And, you know, for light-duty vehicles, that's like uh, cars. Uh, battery uh, electric is fine depending on what you're, how you use your car. If you're just going around the neighborhood or going to the restaurant like you do, can go all the time every night. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, and he's in Hawaii. How does he know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got his <laughs> hydrogen <laughs> drones following you. <laughs> And people don't know that Mitch is uh, the captain of a huge submarine in, Let him in the war. His point. Okay, <laughs> okay, go ahead. And uh, you know all the uh, all the uh, grocery stores and places like that, shopping malls have free free note the word free mm -hmm. electric vehicle charging stations to that's attract it. people in. So that's probably a good move. But if you have to go long distances, like you have to go. Uh, you know, a long way in your car, uh, it's not the practical thing. So in that case, just go and rent a gasoline car and use that for your long trips. Well, Mitch, thank advice. you so much for being on this show. We are, uh, thank you for being hijacked. We appreciate your time. <laughs> King, we never know what King is going to do. But I would love, we need to figure out how to do a Zoom uh, a, a podcast and have you on it because you have just uh, made my day the, the we were just talking about you know solar versus nuclear and this hydrogen thing and you obviously have made some huge strides in um, hydrogen and so uh, we would love to uh, and, and talk to, to you more to, to to be talked about next time you're making a hydrogen like airplane right now uh, <gasps> that what? just give us a, just give us a little uh, clip a on teaser. that a, a teaser, teaser for our next show uh, the hydrogen clipper is a massive airship that uh, I'm involved with as an advisor, and it's a uh, thousand feet long, 200 what? feet in diameter, yeah. goes 175 miles an hour, or will when we build it, and you can carry about 100, 150 tons of cargo. So it's a, you can go to h2clipper.com and check it out. That's all I'm letting you say. Bye, Mitch. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wow. Thank to be you. tuned next show, we'll do it all on you. Oh, man. We have got to figure Bye, out how to do a Zoom call on this one. We'll, we'll do a show just on you. Bye. Okay, All right, thank you. Oh, Aloha, he's straight from Hawaii. Aloha, straight from Hawaii. Uh, in the green room, dot green, uh, deepchetty.com. Yes is more fun.com. That's how you find us. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. And Wait, if you're... wasn't there already a hydrogen filled balloon, the Hindenburg? No, I'm no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there were a few technical problems with that I one. Think, yeah. I think they might be working on that problem right now. But... You didn't get the no is easy. That's what? You didn't get the no part into that. What do you mean? Well, you sneaked in oh, the, yes. the Oh, yes, yes is part. more fun, but no is less work. That's yeah. important to yes. remember. Everybody yes. remember. Yes, yes is, is more fun. fun. No, no is, is less work. work. That's right. And please, everybody out there, we would love to have you comment and let us know 
what you're thinking. Yeah, and, if you want to yes. be on the show, if yes. you want to, uh, us to you have, have a, a specific uh, show about something around sustainability. Yes, give us um, some ideas. Or if you want to date Chuck, I mean Chet. Um, <laughs> 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 or Dominic, our audio engineer. <laughs> Put the camera we on have, yourself. If you like, if you like um, sound engineers, we have got... A plethora of available gentlemen for Dominic you. is right here in studio. And we are here saving the planet. One, one show, show at a time. time.